listening to the Testudo Times Podcast, the official podcast of SB Nation's Maryland Terrapins Colossus. Um, so basically, um, what I was really interested in, because um, I know it's been about two months and this is my first time meeting you, just how are you feeling um, kind of getting settled in? I know it's, it's a big thing when you go to a job like this. Yeah, uh, it, it's, it's been great. I mean, you know, it, it becomes one of those things you, you, you kind of become a, a little bit of a pro at it. You, you move around a little bit in coaching, and uh, the hardest part is really your family. You know, because usually as a coach, you, you come right in, you start working, you're, you're full speed ahead, and you kind of don't really notice the difference. You know, it's just you're working. And so uh, a lot of that falls on your family, but it, it's been it's been great for my family. My, my wife and kids love it here, and everything's gone smoothly. And, yeah. Daughter likes her new school, and so um, transition's been, been been great. Yeah, I was gonna say. So you, you've been able to like find schools and find a place to live, and all those little things that we haven't totally found settled where we're living. Yeah. Um, we're, we're just we're running a place right now as we look. But, but yeah, my daughter's in school, and you know, we're, we're in the area. So my, my yeah. family's all here, living close by, and it's been great. It's great. I know uh, you get here, and you have basically two months till till signing day. I'm curious what it was like uh, cramming that process, uh, at least for Maryland, into into two months after being somewhere else for the last year. Yeah, it's the hardest part is in recruiting. It's about building relationships. Um, I'm the type of recruiter that it's kind of just stays on it, and consistent, and relentless about it, and just keep going. But when you shrink that time down, it's hard to do that, you know, because relationships are built, and you may be able to recruit a certain player, but you don't know everything Well, the mom, the dad, the aunt, the grandmother, whoever all is involved, and everyone has a different involvement where when you get a full year, you get you get an evaluation of that whole picture. And, and the best recruiters can identify things and say, okay, like he's the most important piece here. And they can recruit to someone else that it circles back in the end because that's who that guy's leaning on to make his decision. But when you're shrunk down this much time, it's hard, it's hard to even figure that whole puzzle out, let alone then, then, then effectively recruit to that puzzle. And so that, that, that's the, you know, it's not the first time I've been up against that. You know, I've, I've been in a couple different programs now where we, we took over and you take over in, in the winter. That's just the timetable when things happen. And you just got to do it and do the best you can. And, you know, whatever, you're, you're going to get the guys you're supposed to get. And there, there may be some guys that on a, on a normal year you would have gotten that you're not going to get. But you can't, you can't sit there and worry about it. You just live with it and keep going. And I'm curious, you mentioned that you've been in other programs. Um, when I think of, like, the Stanfords and the Floridas and the Michigans, um, particularly Florida and Michigan, they're pretty established recruiting powers in college football. How is it different recruiting on behalf of Maryland, which isn't you know, traditionally quite at that level just yet, um, compared to those schools you've been at in the past? I don't think there's any difference in terms of how you recruit or what you're doing. I think you know, we're probably a more regional recruiting how, how we outline things. I think we, we have a great area right here in the DMV. And so I mean, obviously we're, we're going to spend a lot of our time right there. You know, some of those other places you mentioned, it, it, I mean, Stanford is definitely a more national recruiting base. You used to look at the roster, there's guys from a lot of different places. But I, I, don't, think, I don't think it changes how, how you recruit, other than a specific strategy of what areas we're going to go into. Yeah. But you know, a, a good recruiter can be effective at any place. You just you get your, the target guys you're going after. And, you know, here's the product with the sell. We, we have an unbelievable product here to sell. And so that's, I mean, just have an awareness of that and then, you know, recruiting to it. And the way that you've come into this division, um, I know we, we mentioned your name a lot with 
Jim Harbaugh and Urban Meyer because you've worked with them before, and now you're recruiting against them um, in the same division. Um, what's that been like? I'm, I know you've done that before, but what's that adjustment been like? Um, yeah, you know, it's those guys are really good at what they do. They're good recruiters. They have good programs to sell as well. Um, but but I, I think we have enough that we have differences in our program, which I think are, are positive differences. I, I think you just look at where we're located and, and what that can provide in terms of lifelong job opportunities and, and just you know being where we are. We're, we're two major cities, probably the most powerful city in the world, is less than ten miles from our campus. And that makes us unique to any other program, let alone the, the couple you just mentioned. Um, again, I think that, that recruiting in this area, the, the pride in guys wanting to stay at home and play, play for the hometown team, represent their hometown, play in front of their families, their people. You know, it, I think we have ways that we're unique and different from from those programs you mentioned as well as any others. And so that, that's what we recruit to and, and, and spend our time selling ourselves. We, there, there's, a, there's a ton to sell here about Maryland. That's what we, we focus on. And last year, we turned to kind of the job now that you have it here. Um, you came here with Michigan last year. Um, and beat Maryland pretty handedly. Um, I wonder when you were here last year coaching on the other sideline, I don't know if you were in the press box, um, what what did you see on that visit, um, if there was anything that made you think, you know, I could coach this team, I could do this job here? Yeah, I mean, to tell you the truth, I, I, I didn't think about it. It wasn't like a thought on my mind. Um, you know, I was just, just focused on, on our game plan and what we were, what we were doing to, to win that game. When you, when you take road trips to the football team, it's it's weird. Like you don't, you know, you go right from, right from the airport, bus right to a hotel. You get in the hotel, you have meetings, you, you're you're you know eat meetings all that. You're in the hotel room. The next time you leave the hotel, you're hopping back on a bus and going right to a stadium and going to play a game. You get right back on the bus and go right to the airport and fly out. So it's like you know when you go to a place, you really don't see anything other than the hotel and the stadium. And yeah. so, you know, number one, my thoughts weren't even thinking that way. Sure. And number two. You know, even there's such a minimal. I mean, I had the experience of, of being in this, in this stadium, and obviously the circumstances of that weekend were crazy. There was there was a hurricane in the area. They moved the game time up, and wasn't you know there's a lot of different things going on. But yeah. um, so, long story short, it, it really didn't cross my mind at all. And once, uh, I guess then if it if it wasn't then, it's not crossing your mind when you're coaching. Um, when you first um, made contact with Maryland and considered this job, I know you've been asked variations of this before. But what was it if there was one thing that stuck out to you about coming to Maryland that made you think, other than just being the chance to be a coach, made you think, I want to do this right here? It just from the outside looking in before you even invest time and in, in, in start figuring more things out, I, I, I said to myself, this is a place with an unbelievable recruiting base, which to me, that, that you, you always got to look at a job and say, okay, well, you know, where am I going to get my players from? But if you if you have a base in in your in your area in a, in a 50 100 mile radius of your own campus that's going to produce players every year, to me that's a huge benefit, a huge bonus because that that is not the case everywhere. So we have that here. Obviously, our relationship with Under Armour I think I think makes us a, kind of a national brand, a, a very recognizable program team. That to me was like okay, if we can get this thing going, get it to run, and and, and start playing well on the field and winning. It'll explode. It, it'll, it'll it'll be a monster, and that's I, I believe that more today than I did, you know, whatever that was two two three months ago. But that that was my initial thought on it to say, man, this is really something I want to look into and investigate. And has there been anything since you got here um, that's been either distinctly easier or harder than you thought it would be in the first two months? Um, I don't know. That's a tough one to answer. I, I 
I came in with expectations of, like, I know it's a hard job at any program, here or anywhere. When you come in as a coach and want to, want to take over a program, change the entire culture of a building, of a team, of a program, um, it's a daunting task. Sure. To me, it's an enjoyable one. So I've I really, I haven't sat there and weighed out, well, I thought this was going to be easier or harder. It's kind of like um, I, I was, you know, ankles tape, mouthpiece in, let's go attack it. And, you know, and it, it's, it's been very enjoyable. I, I really believe that. The staff we've assembled has been awesome, and they've been very helpful along the way. And so they they made a lot of things, you know, go smoother than probably would have otherwise. But you know, it's been fun. We got a lot of work to do, and we're now getting involved with our, our players now and our workouts and all that. But it, it's going good, and you know, it's just it's, it's every day. It's it's a new challenge. We keep going after it. And you mentioned your staff. Um, a lot of people are taken by you hired so many head coaches from the past. I wonder how you mentioned the transitions been easier. Has that made it easier to have guys who um, have had a similar job to the one you have now next to you here? Yeah, definitely, because they can, you know, they're good guys to lean on and go to for advice, and they can speak from experience as opposed to just, you know, it's, I, this is something I've been preparing for almost my whole career, man. I've thought about this forever. Yeah. But you still don't know until you, like, actually start doing the job what, what all it entails. Yeah. And so it's good to have guys on the staff that actually understand that too, you know, that, that have been there before, done that, and, and, and can have a sense of, you know, uh, a feeling of, of what you're going through and, and okay, here, here's how you make big picture decisions, you know. It's easier, you know, when, when guys are looking like this because they're a position coach or whatever, that, that's what they see, that's what they think about. But all of a sudden now, you, gotta, you make a decision, it affects all these other people, right. you know, and so you got to think all that through and, and, and make decisions accordingly. And so obviously having guys that understand that and have done that before is, is a huge benefit. I'm curious on the other side, uh, Walt Bell um, didn't know him like we knew you know, Scott Schaefer and Mike London and some of those folks. Um, what's it been like and what did you see in him um, to bring in a, an offensive coordinator who's young and energetic from, I believe, the Sunbelt program? Um, it's a little different background. What was that, right. that process like? Yeah, I mean, um, I spent a ton of time trying to make sure we, we, we got the, that. That was a very important hire for me, the offensive coordinator. I've had all my background as a defensive coordinator, special teams coordinator, I feel good at both those areas about, about what we're going to do, how we're going to be. So that was a huge hire. I, I talked to a lot of people, spent a lot of time as well as with Walt. And, I mean, it, it was easy to tell sitting with him. The guy's unbelievable confidence, um, and, and, and not not arrogance, confidence. And, and he's backed it up with what he's done and how he's how he's called games and coached. You talk to any person that's ever worked with him or he's worked for, and it's you know. Checks out with flying colors. Um, I really, probably the number one thing that, that drew me too much, and then sitting down and spending time with him was he, he's, he can adapt to his personnel. He's done, you look at where he's been from one year to the next, they've been very different. It's not just, hey, this is our system, this is what we're going to run. When you come to Maryland, maybe we don't have the guys to run that certain system. Then, then what do we do? Yeah. You know, and I think you see that across the, across the country every year in college football. It's like maybe one team was. Or one coach was somewhere and they were really successful, really good. And he goes somewhere else, or you know, a certain player graduates. And then the next year, and it's like, you know, high production to, you know, almost can't even, you know, get a first down. The next year, well, how does that happen? Why does that happen? Well, I think you've got to be able to adapt as a coach. You're not always going to have the same guys. You can't just say this is what we run. This is our system. Sure. Yeah, you have, you have a, a set of beliefs and core values of what you build around, but but you got to be able to adapt. And, and, and he has shown, and definitely has the ability to do that. And so. That was good to me because coming to this, you know, I still don't know our team. 
as well as we're going to need to know them. But we're, we're going to identify what our strengths are, what our talents are, who the people are that need to be on the field, and we're going to build what we do around them. Right. I imagine that I know that you said when you came that you've done evaluations of your players and you shared them from when you were at Michigan. Have you felt like you've had a chance to dig into the roster as you have it? Because I know you have to start recruiting right away and all of that. Do you think you have a sense of, of the guys who are already here at least reasonably well, what their strengths and weaknesses yeah, are? I mean, that's a hard one to find reasonably well. It, it's yeah. getting better every day. I No, I don't. I'm not in a comfort zone of like I know what our team is. Absolutely not. I mean, we're, that, that's an ongoing process. We haven't even, you know, been, we, we can't practice with the football until we start spring ball March 8th. So, I mean, that, that, that's really – so we're evaluating, identifying, doing a lot of things in our workouts and, and trying to find who the competitors are and mentally tough guys and all that. But, you know, in terms of football, you know, that, that's a that's something we won't know really until we, we get through spring practice. And now that um, – and it's been a, just a few months, um, but with the, the season that's coming up, I know you worry a lot about building the program when you're recruiting. Um, if there was one thing or even a couple things that – you were going to tell Maryland fans after the last couple of years and last year in particular to get excited about the 2016 Maryland Terrapins in particular. What do you think it'll be about this team that, that you're most proud of looking forward to? I, I just my, my thing is I want to I want to build a blue collar team, blue collar program, and so okay, blue collar. That's kind of a term probably been obviously thrown around before, or whatever. So we've kind of defined what that is for us. And blue collar is. is we're going to be a team that plays with great effort. All right, guys, just do whatever, whatever we do, we're going to do it with great effort. And that's lifting or on the field or practicing academically. Guys that give great effort to what they're doing. Guys that are tough, physically and mentally tough. So we're, we're, we're going to just work like crazy and make ourselves a tough football team. Plays physical, is mentally tough. Competitive. Right? I mean, that's the ultimate thing. You, you throw competitors in an environment. Maybe we have some deficiencies on our roster. Maybe we have some areas where we're not as strong as an opponent we're playing or whatever else, but competitors find a way. They find a way to rise up and, and somehow overcome whatever those deficiencies are and, and go find a way to win. So that's, we, we want to have a group of guys that are competitors, and the last thing, do things right. You know, I want to have a, have a team on the field that does things right, that, that you know, operates by, by the rules and, 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 and does things the right way and has respect for the game and what we're doing, and you know, a team that does things right on and off the field. And so th- those four areas, how we find blue collar, and that's what our team's going to be made up of. So, you know, that's, that's an ongoing process. We're going to keep, I mean, we're hammering that home every, every single day. How soon that happens, I don't know. It would be how soon our guys decide they want to buy into what we're doing. And, um, but, but eventually, that's, that's, that's what we're going to be. That's the staff we have. That, that's what I you know, wholeheartedly believe in. That's what we're going to be as a program. This last thing for you, because I know we're getting up on 15. Um, when, when your season starts, first game here, um, I guess end of the summer next year against Howard, um, when you run out of the tunnel below us, uh, you've mentioned before that you've thought a lot before about being a head coach and, and wanting to get to this point. Um, what do you think it'll be like? What do you think will be going through your mind um, when you finally get to take the field with this team? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Just, obviously, we'll be, we'll be excited for that. I, I think you know, football is one of those sports where you, if you count up all the practices, the workouts, all, all that you do, the days you put into it for the amount of the game opportunities you get, it's a it's a very lopsided number, right? You look at you know basketball and baseball and how many games they play compared to how many. Pre- so football is one of those sports where you, like, you you have to like enjoy the grind, enjoy the hard work, enjoy the the just what goes into it, and, and really have an appreciation for it. And then on the flip side, man, you have to make the most of those opportunities. You, you only guarantee twelve of them, and if you do well with those twelve, you might get a thirteenth or a fourteenth or whatever else it is. And so I mean. 
I'm hoping by that point our guys, but based on how hard we've worked and what's gone into it, coaches, players all alike, that we, we've sold out and invested everything we have, every ounce of everything we have to get to that point to where now it'll be, I mean, let's go let loose and, and have some fun. That's, that's, that's how I want that. Great. Thanks for your time. Okay.